Hey, this is R. Can you hear me? Will you listen? Let's talk about love spells and why they have to be recast all the time. It's because people get desperate. They get addicted. The thing about love is it's not a real emotion. It's an addiction. You know how it is. You can't wait to see that person. You are enthralled with the way they smell, their expressions, things that they say. You repeat conversations in your mind that you enjoyed. You can't wait to see them. And of course, the sex is just too intoxicating for you. That's called a drug addiction. And the problem people with people is that they believe that can't last. They feel guilty. Something that feels that good shouldn't last that long. Why? Because of religious programming. Because they're called the honeymoon phase. I believe it's a honeymoon phase. And they believe they don't deserve that, or they believe they don't deserve the person, or they're too good, or... And I've heard men tell me this many times, you're too good for me. And just know that when a dude says that to you, uh, you know, you're too good, or, you know, I don't care, like, who you're dating, I want to include everyone. It's not just, it's not just solely heterosexual uh, relationships, just to let you know I work with everyone. But, you know, like, just replace he or her for he, she, whoever, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, if someone says, you're too good for me, that, you know, that's a telltale sign that things are going to start falling apart. And there isn't anything you can do with about that. All you can do is back off and say... Maybe you're right. Maybe I should find someone else who does deserve me. And if you're a female, you hear this a lot. Um, have you ever done that? Have you ever said, when, when someone says this to you, I don't deserve you. You should say, you don't. And maybe I should go find someone who does and walk out. Because that's an insult. Because that's like, okay, so all the time that you spent and all the effort you put into this person, the fact that you gave them your body, is now suddenly too good for them. They want to start bowing out and backing off and backing away. Take it as an insult and say, you know what? You're right. I could do better. Thank you for the fun time. And I'm going to be on my way. But instead of doing that, they contact me out of desperation and they're like, I need to do love spell or pulling away. And I'm like, you're going to have to get out of your state of desperation. Love spells are about teaching people not only to love others, but also to love themselves because they don't get it. They don't get this. This is the thing they don't get. You cannot be desperate and do love spells because you will. they will backfire on you. You have to just try it. See if it will bridge the gap again, and if it doesn't, walk away with your head held high and let go of your resentment and make the statement that they're not my vibrational match, but my vibrational match is somewhere else and I will find them now that I am free from this person. Thank you very much. But instead, they're desperate, they're angry, they're upset. They're lonely, they're sad, they're crying. When you do love spells, you cannot be in this state. The the other problems, people are so cheap. They they do one and they think one and done. Sorry. 
there's no such thing, not even for the, uh, you know, vaccine. One and done, even for that, is not enough. We all know that it takes backups and backups and backups. You should have been doing love spells and bindings, love bindings, when you first met them, when things were going good. But no, you were too lost in that. You were too happy-go-lucky. You weren't even thinking of preserving or protecting what you currently have. I call that stupidity. But instead, you put the pressure on your root worker. I'm desperate. I need to need that. And then you put all the pressure on the root worker when you should be put the pressure on yourself. You should have been doing these castings way before you met the person. And while you met the person. And during the time you met the person. And when things are just starting to kind of go south also then too. But what do you do when they pull away from you? You cut them off. You don't talk to them. You reflect back the same energy they're giving you. If it's very little, then you give them very little. Uh, you can just say, hey, you know what? You're pulling away. I know it. And so I'm just not going to waste my time. I'm not mad at you. I'm just not going to waste my time. I'm not going to be around like whenever you want. Okay. And go out. Meet some other people. Don't have sex with them, but just hang out, meet other people, go out casually, have a coffee, whatever. Don't obsessively text them, pressure them, guilt them, or any of that, because all of your spell work will work against you. And so this is why we have to recast them, because we're constantly resetting the energy. If you're not getting life coaching uh, relationship coaching while you're going through this, you're going to keep making the same, same old mistakes over and over and over again. And the problem with you is the reason why you don't want to is because you're cheap and you don't want to pay money. You think you'll just do one casting and that's it. But you know what? I got news for you. Because when you came to this stupid planet, you were given free will. That means everyone is given free will to make stupid choices too. I mean, the love of your life, who isn't just the love of your life, was also given the free will to love and move on from anyone they want to. So when you're casting on them, you're not controlling them. You're influencing them. Much like a car salesman sells a car. This is how spell casting works. You can be alluring and enticing and a good deal as much as you can. But if they choose to move on, they choose to move on. But what you have to decide is, are you a Honda or are you a Mercedes or a Bentley? And yeah, reminds me of Miss Kim Kardashian. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. Well, you don't put a price tag on a Bentley. You don't put a, this is it on a Bentley. You don't put, yeah, a bumper sticker on a Bentley. You know why? Because you are worth more than that. Even if you are tatted from head to toe, you deserve better than just some dude who's ignoring you. Okay, and I'm sorry, Miss Kim Kardashian, but your bumper sticker on your fat ass is that sex tape that you did and for you to walk around like you're better than everyone you're not because i can guarantee you that most of the women on this planet earn a living 
the good old-fashioned hard way and the good old-fashioned easy way without having to sell their bodies because not everyone wants to do that so for you to act like you're elitist just because you had a sex tape you're not you're not elitist miss kim kardashian by the way and not to say that if women want to do that with themselves um that that it's a problem it's just that i don't encourage women to sell themselves I don't I don't I don't because your self-esteem cannot come from there now if you can do that with your self-esteem not coming from there that's fine but really your self-esteem has to come from your self-respect and that's preserving your sacral chakra sorry I'm a magical practitioner I'm a black magician and this is what we know this is the knowledge that we know that sex magic is sacred and maybe that's what Miss Kim Kardashian was doing. Uh, perhaps. You know, there's a whole mystique about that now, isn't there? But, yes. This is why we end up casting spells over and over again. Especially love. Love is the most difficult to manifest. Just look at the divorce rate. There you have it. Not difficult to um, prove there, right? Not difficult that love is a temporary emotion. And it's really not an emotion, it's a chemical addiction. So like I would, that's what I like to call it. Long-term love is different than the short-term lust, emotion, physical, chemical addiction that people experience, what I'm saying. Um, there are relationships that people are truly best friends. They truly support each other, they truly love each other. That's a completely different mindset though, isn't it? And that's the better mindset to be in, is do you actually love the person that you're with on a friendship level? Because, you know, when the sexual aspect of it dies down, it does, it, you know, it changes all the time. If that close relationship and support between the two can maintain, that's a truly a loving, caring, giving, give and take relationship. That's completely different. That's the one that I try to teach people to attain. Because it doesn't matter about how much money they make, what they look like, all of that. What comes down to is what kind of person are they really? What kind of person are they really? Because I've met rich and poor and I've met big and small and the ones who get left behind are the ones who are just very unappreciative shallow people also aka the narcissist sociopath abuser they do end up getting left in the end no matter how much money they have and and just so you know there's a lot of those sociopathic narcissistic people who are very very wealthy and they do end up getting left in the end so what it comes down to is what kind of person are you with and no you cannot base it solely on sexual physical addiction this is why i tell all my females who are the most sensitive to this the ones who get the most brokenhearted and i know this right you've heard this before women have more to risk there is still that stigma about them you know, having, what is it, the body count, and they also, um, there's still that judgment, and now it's coming out further with, uh, especially with, you know, a lot of these male podcasters that are saying that women of high value don't have children, 
before they meet their high value man and I think that's extremely judgmental and hateful um, that if someone has a child prior to you that does not make them less than that makes them better than you know why because the women are the ones who end up caring for the children most 90% of the time in these types of relationships the men that they've had children with have left them most of them are absentee fathers and most of them are deadbeat dads where do you think that phrase came from it comes from all the men who impregnate women and leave them okay and and out where I live they even have a roundup they even you know have a time where they um, they put together fake events and they round up the deadbeat dads to get them into court because they have been avoiding child support so no mr. male podcasters females are not less than for taking care of children that they had with relationships that didn't work out they are high-value women for standing by their children and making sacrifices and taking care of them so go suck yourself off okay because this kind of thing is what makes women not want to be with you you know and of course we're coming to this era where AI is coming in and I hate to say this but all this battle of the sexes thing will be over soon there will be no more humanity people will sell out and people will have relationships with robots you can already see this when you know you can people are people are already asking these questions to these robots you know that's what they do with the robots now they're not that advanced just yet but they're like ask the robot a question and i've seen several you know instagram or tiktok you know lives or stories and guess who asks the female robot if she has a boyfriend who who do you think is asking that question first it was the male he was a you know a man of color and he asked the female robot do you have a boyfriend because he's already thinking Ooh, eventually one day hey and of course a robot is programmed to answer such idiotic low thinking questions like no i'm a robot and robots don't have human relationships not just yet anyway but they soon will and they won't need people to have babies anymore because because people just really don't like each other men don't like men women don't like women men don't like women women don't like men and you know this is where this is gonna change really really fast just you know and so this this whole thing of the uh you know casual hookup well it won't be a big deal because you can just you know hang out and have sex with a robot or a doll people are already doing that you know that's a whole thing just because you don't hear about it see about it very often doesn't mean it isn't happening it doesn't mean there aren't lots of people involved in it there are you know the underworld is you know coming out it's just on the verge of things much like AI and VR and so people will sell out and eventually they will call the people who are woke the woke people which I hate that term woke well anyway they will be the people who will not need sexual gratification or false 
uh, reality, which is AR is false reality, because people will get further lost in it, further lost in fake reality. You know, our human life is already called a fake reality, a reality that we create, and with the, you know, the uh, virtual reality and with the AI, that will become even more apparent and obvious. And the awoken ones will say, you're creating your own reality, but this time you're creating your own prison. You did it before, but now you're making it even more deeper on that level, especially with this new technology. Because why? Because it's an addiction. It's an addiction. So I feel like, you know, the traditional will be lost the the respect for the real like you know the real relationship the real human touch the real human will be lost soon and it, it does make me fearful for traditional magical ma- you know, magician techniques like root work where water will be sanctioned and planting and growing things will be also limited and plant life and herb life will be a thing of the past and people will be thinking ha 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 they used to think that rue was actually something they could use to create something and they're gonna forget that that that's where life comes from is from the plants and the earth the air the water the elements are going to be forgotten and then all of this generation buried in tech that's the whole new buzzword right tech the new tech they're gonna get lost in it and one day some person is gonna read something on google a hundred years from now and go there were these herbs these roots that could heal they could cause magic, they could change your world, they could change the vibration in a room in a second. And they're gonna be real woken. And they're gonna be all over their stupid social media all over again, going, oh, I'm awoken, I'm waking up. Wake up, wake up. Did you know that a hundred years ago you could use roe and blah blah blah, black cohosh? And the stupid humans who are reincarnated to the stupid planet are gonna be like, just like they've been doing over and over and over again that's how I feel when I see people on TikTok going I'm awakening I need to wake everybody else up it's like well that's not gonna happen you know why because you're gonna reincarnate you're gonna be back in the same spot you were in before duh and you're not the first bitch or bastard to do that by the way I mean if you look at the old school YouTube videos we're talking Betty and Barney Hill. We're talking, you know, way before all this. We're talking about, you know, experimental FBI situational things way before TikTok, way before YouTube, way before any of this TV stuff. There was stories about awakening way before before then and 
I got to enjoy my own spiritual reawakening because I have always been awoken since I was young because I've been seeing spirits and stuff since I was a kid and uh, my parents did nothing but take all of my energy and all of their energy to bury me in the, you know, religious dogma, which was a, the bane of my existence. My parents were the most controlling people on the planet and I swear they really held me back because I really, like, I, I, I literally believe that because... Uh, when I talk to clients about, you know, or younger people about freedom and their life and stuff, I'm like, yeah, can you imagine being so suppressed by your family, by religious dogma that you couldn't leave the home until you were 27? Because they made it so difficult for you to leave, and also the fact that you lived in a small town and had very little resources or opportunities, that you had to create your own, that it wasn't easy, but I did it. You want to talk about manifesting stuff. But anyhow, do you see how you fall down this rabbit hole when you talk about magic? And the idiot humans now are so paranoid and lonely and desperate. And they also, and this is another thing why your love spells get screwed. Because you feel guilty. Oh, I feel bad. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Oh, but then if they get them back, they go, is this? You know, like we do the love casting and just so happens, lo and behold, the person actually comes back to them. Then I get the stupid email type gratitude and gratification and happiness. I get, is this real love? Because maybe it's fake love because I induced it with a love spell. Oh, maybe you don't deserve it. And I'm like, there you go again. Right back to ruining things. Congratulations. This is why you are not in a relationship with this person because you're so sappy and whiny and desperate and you're draining you're so draining you're not enjoyable to be around do you not realize this if you're like that I'm here to wake you up on that you are draining you're exhausting because why because when you don't get what you want you know what else you females or all well, I mean also some men uh you know the person who's not necessarily in the dominant position in the relationship, you become angry and you become manipulative and you become pressuring and you become bitter and you become no fun to be around. And you wonder why the person you were so in love with doesn't want to be with you anymore because you're, you're just draining, you're desperate, you're gross, you're just unattractive, you are soaking up male energy and they find you to be trough by the way so that's the thing maintain your feminine energy and your charm and your jokes and your laid backness um, and keep it that way if you can't do that then don't have you know sex with them because if you feel like you are giving a hundred percent and they're not hold back there's nothing wrong with being a tease, okay? It'll save you a lot of time, effort, energy, and money when it comes to spellcasting, especially if you've not been doing it. But I get that problem too, where like, maybe this isn't real, you know? Or they do their casting and they don't know how to back off. Because when you do a love spell, the technical thing is you should you should back the F off. Because the reason why is because you're probably up their butt. You know, it's a big turn off to have your lover around all the time. So, I mean, it is for me if I'm dating a man and he's around all the time and he's like what are we gonna do for lunch or what are you doing or what are you doing over there always up my you know what I'm gonna be like oh my god 
I wouldn't give for like five minutes to myself so I could think my own thoughts without having to hear their voice. And that's what women do. They crawl up the man's butthole and they just act like they should stay there forever. And they don't understand why he's getting irritated. You know, you have to give people space to be who they are. You know, that's kind of like that. That's a, that's a part of respect. Um, even some of my clients do that with me. I can tell them, I can see why you're not successful or you're not in a relationship because you are draining. You are constantly texting. You, when you text, you make no sense. You don't spell things correctly. It's disconnected thinking. When I'm reading it, it doesn't make sense to me, but I know that when you're texting, it makes sense to you because you're stuck in your head, stuck in your head space thinking. Um, by the way, I am going to spend the least amount of time in your head because you're the one who's going to be all up in it. Okay. So am, am I going to be listening and hearing and putting, channeling my energy into your text? I'm not because it's as a medium, it's draining for me. And that's the thing. I have several clients that they've been, it's over over here and they try to manifest love and they make the same mistakes over and over, especially females. They meet a guy they try so hard to be chill and relaxed and just natural and they just can't do it and i just i'm like if you just can't do it don't you dare have sex with them don't you dare because then before you know it you cave into your bad habits of losing yourself and of expectation from them and they don't even know you and they haven't even called you their girlfriend yet or their relationship yet and you're already trying to dig your claws in do you know what happens when someone digs your their claws into you you want to throw them across the room right just like if you have a cat it's so cuddly purry and cute but if you can't get that cat off your lap and it starts to get angry that gets scary right and then if that thing starts to dig him or her claws into you you're gonna throw push that cat away so don't do this in your relationships. This is what you're doing. You have to date more than one person and you should be dating more than one person that you actually like and maybe actually even care about. But don't call it love yet because if they haven't declared you their I want to be with you full time thing, then don't do it. Don't give more than what they're giving and don't give them more than what they are ready for. That is the biggest mistake they also make. I'm willing to give everything to you on a silver platter. And they're like, but I'm not that hungry. I just want an appetizer. I don't want the whole silver platter right now. Just yet. And then you shove it in their face and they fling it across the room and don't want to talk to you again. And you wonder why. And you wonder why. And same thing too, like when these people are like, oh, I, I need to do a love spell, they're pulling away. I'm like, well, you should have done a spell when you guys were like doing well, you know, like, but no, you didn't think about that, did you? And you also, you know what you're thinking when you do a love spell? Oh, it costs money. Mm. So your person isn't really that important to you because you don't want to spend money on them, right? You don't want to. So if you don't want to spend money on them, why should they spend time and money on you? You need to think about that. You need to reassess that your per person isn't worth one casting okay 
they should be worth more than one casting that's for sure because it's probably take more than one casting for you to get back into your space of femininity or attraction and sexiness to bring them back because that also takes 50% of your work it's not just solely just the root workers work it's also your work what are you going to do to change yourself to become more attractive again I mean you can just you can see this right it takes work on both sides and it's because you when you hire a root worker it's because you don't want to be responsible for your own problems and your own situation you want to hand your problems to someone else and that's probably what you're doing to your partner and your partner's like okay you're overwhelming me you're a burden and you do not want to carry 50% or a part of the weight to make this relationship work and that's how I know these are the clients that I get because they want to put all that responsibility on me because I don't want to take responsibility for themselves and I know this because I give them little tasks to do little things to learn to grow and I ask them okay this is your exercise for the week talk to me next week next week comes have you done that no I haven't okay now you know why now you know why you're in the situation that you're in, okay? Because you choose to do nothing about your situation. You think you just give me your problems, I'm supposed to fix your... I'm supposed to be the one to fix your problems in your life? No, 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 I'm a medium. I help you to reset your energy and teach you to reset that. But if you don't want to, I can't make you. And that's your lesson that you need to learn. If I can't make you, then what makes you think you can make your partner do anything that you want? And you can't because you're stingy, because you're not giving. Did you ever think of that? Did you ever think of that in those terms? I highly doubt it. So this is why I have a lot of females that spend lots of money, and sometimes only one, they do one, just to see. I'm like, well, if you just do one, just to see, make sure you're changing things up. Um, most of the time they're not because they're in victim they're in victimhood and they feel like they're the victim they're the ones who are there and they're doing everything and they should be getting it back and it's like no that's not that's not how it works to get respect you need to be fierce I mean think about it have you ever respected a pushover like when you were at work with your boss did you ever respect your boss when they were a pushover let you get away with stuff you know, avoid you. No, you have more respect for a boss that stood up and said, you need to be doing this. And so-and-so needs to be doing that. Uh, also, someone who stood up for you. Also, someone who gave you your space. Also, someone who's an awesome job, right? You respect that person more than just someone who's just like, whatever. If you have a lover that's just like, whatever, then they're low quality, okay? But you know, that's the thing, right? Everyone has their idea of what high quality is and what low quality is. But just to let you know, all these male podcasters are talking about what high quality women is. They're low quality men because you can look at them the way they dress. High quality men don't wear hoodies all the time and have low quality microphones and talk and slang. And they don't get drunk while they're interviewing people. Okay, that's... But if they're categorizing themselves as high quality, yeah, it's sad. Because a, that, to me, is low quality. High quality men know how to speak well, like Sam Vanken, Grannon, Jordan Peterson. 
Neville Goddard. To me, those are high quality men in their own right. But these little millennials, whatever you call them, butt fuckers, I think that they're high quality in their like half shaved beards and their hoodies, dictating telling women that they're low quality when the only reason why they're on this planet was because they were given birth by a woman is complete idiocracy to me but if you watch that movie idiocracy which is a all-time fave of mine you can see that when there's a low iq what that person holds near and dear and what is important to them is very very different to someone who has a higher iq correct so the, let's just let the low IQers have that. They can have their ideas of what high quality and low quality women are and whatever, right? You think that a high quality woman is Kim Kardashian, because that's what we're learning. Kim Kardashian does a sex tape, um, does a lot of plastic surgery, or has just like this big butt and has sex with a bunch of people. Okay, so that's low IQ, low quality. Okay, okay, no matter what she looks like, that's low quality. It's a low quality woman. Um, a high quality woman has education, can stand her femininity without being insulting, without being masculine, and have male friends without fucking them. That's to me a high quality woman, okay? And the high quality men will value her because why? Because she knows about investments, she knows how to manage her money, she knows how to carry a conversation, and she also looks really, really good in her. Her, the way she dresses, the way she carries her carries herself, and the way she speaks, and the way she handles herself is what a high quality man would consider a high quality woman. So we still have upper and lower class. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Okay, so the low IQers can have that. They can have that idea that they know what they think high quality is to them, and they can have it. Okay. They can, they can have it, okay? Because that isn't true love either. Measuring someone on some kind of scale like that isn't necessarily love either. Because real love is, I don't care who you are, what you look like, or, you know, like to me, you look beautiful. I connect with you on an emotional level. And on a mental level, we connect, we have when we have a conversation, we get lost in it. We understand each other. I know what you're talking about. I know that you understand me in ways other people don't. I know that you're always there for me. I would do anything for you. I care about how you feel. You know, that's like a true love that not everyone gets or has. But when people can connect on that level, it's a love that transcends time. It has nothing to do with any of this other stuff that we've been talking about. So should you hold out and wait for that? Even if you never get it? Yes, you should. You should. Should you stop having SEX? Yes, you should. You should. You should. Because you get to take yourself out of that standard, that playing field. And simply stand in your power of who you are. And remove expectation. And you will be a happier person. I can guarantee you that. And guess what's going to manifest for you? Money will manifest for you, and when you're patient enough, love will finally come to you. You will meet that person 
where you will have meetings of the minds, not the booties, and that will be where you will find true love. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off. I hope this gave you a lot to think about, and a lot to think about in regards to love spells. And I hope you understood what I meant. Thank you very much for listening.